0: Movies Are A Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies
1: premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto.
0: Hello and welcome to Movies Are A Thing. My name is John.
1: And I'm Travis, and here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Yes, ma'am. What? I said, "Yeah, man." <laughs> oh, I was confused
0: there for a second. Uh, how's your week been going, man? Oh, good. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, good. It's been, it's been, uh, it's been a week. Let me mm-hmm. tell you, like nothing really's happened. <laughs> it's same old, same old as always. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yeah, That's we're just. Good. Uh, yeah. So we had a pretty eventful weekend. Okay uh we had so on friday night i think you can attest to this because you've experienced this so picture this it's a friday night around seven o'clock we're mad busy Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden the credit cards go down
0: oh no
1: and all of a sudden the online ticketing goes down.
0: Oh no. The
1: internet goes down.
0: Oh no.
1: Our tills go down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so we were trying to fake fig- we we finally got it somewhat fixed and we figured out why it was happening. What happened? And it was because somebody was trying to uh, data breach us. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, like, that's something that, at at least at the other place I worked at, at least to my knowledge, I don't think we've ever experienced that. At least not to our knowledge. Mm -hmm. But this is the first time I had ever dealt with that. But... It was, it was quite the, the interesting uh, Friday night, I'll say, that, say the least. And then it was just a weird Saturday, too, because mm. we were still going through the aftermath.
0: Right, right. But, Jeez. Yeah.
1: But other than that, it was a good weekend, good week. Um, I did have a chance to watch one movie. Nice. And that was uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse.
0: How was that one?
1: i really enjoyed it
0: that's what i've been hearing a Um, lot of
1: i wouldn't say it was better than the first one i thought it was right on par with the first one
0: i mean that's not bad
1: (laughs) yeah it's not bad at all i mean if it matches the like the first one i'm happy with that right and i thought that, that that's what this one did um there's a lot of great surprises um trying to think there's nothing after the end of the credits but there is a mid-credit scene so if you have a chance to watch it and want to stay at least you don't have to wait too long
0: okay okay
1: but uh yeah go see it it's very good if you like the first uh spider-man uh into the spider-verse
0: very nice very nice well i'll have you know yeah i also watched a movie
1: oh my goodness gracious okay
0: just not a new new one (laughs)
1: Okay. Well, new to you, I'm sure. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, I finally had a chance to watch Quantumania.
1: Okay. All right. So what are your thoughts?
0: It wasn't bad. Okay. But it wasn't like great. Okay. It was was middle of the road. It felt very safe Mm -hmm. in just basically everything that it was going with. I mean, I know that they were in the quantum realm for the entire thing, basically. Yeah. But it still felt very green screeny
1: to me. It did. I will agree with that.
0: Which was, I guess, a little disappointing, but, uh, you know, <laughs> not a lot to uh, be able to build from the quantum realm. Mm hmm.
1: And I also felt like, too, there were a lot of stakes in this movie. And then it kind of just kind of resolved itself, and then that was it. Like there was no real like. It seemed like th- there was that big threat, but then it kind of just all went away. Which, it like there should still, I don't know. It just felt like there should have been more, I guess, at stake. In my in my opinion,
0: I mean, I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, he did say that he was there to stop the rest of them. That's true. Yeah. And so now that they stopped him, are the rest of them just gonna come through? Oh that's Which true. I'm guessing yes. Mm-hmm. Just because of some of the movie titles that we know are coming out.
1: Right, right,
0: yeah. Um, and then also uh some of the T V shows that are coming out. Mm-hmm. And some of the teasers that we got after the credits with uh t v shows that are coming out oh right, yeah, oh, I know that being said, <laughs> I don't know how Marvel is gonna play this, mm-hmm, because of everything going on with Jonathan Majors at the moment. oh, I know, right, I don't know we'll have to we'll have to see how it goes, yeah, uh, but the reason I only watched one movie this weekend, yep, is because I spent the rest of the time trying to find a new laptop oh okay because i took my my laptop which you know is is a couple of years old sure you know, it's, a, it's a couple years old mm-hmm. um I, I went to close it it closed and then sprung back open a little bit oh I'm like well that's weird so i closed it again and it sprung back open a little bit again and then i looked and where the battery is it was bulging a little bit oh which means i have an exploded battery which means I am not plugging that computer in anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. So I had to spend a lot of time just kind of watching over it like a hawk when I did have it plugged in because it didn't, you know, it had, the battery hasn't been like working, working for a while. And mm-hmm. with the way that the laptop is, I can't just take out the battery, unfortunately. Sure. Um, But I also had to get all of my stuff off of it.
1: Well, I'm sure that took some time.
0: <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Yeah, you know, mo- most of the stuff uh, that I have is on, you know, external hard drives or online, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, but there, there's, some, there's some important stuff on there that I needed. So, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to copy that off quick. And now wow. uh, I had to, you know, had to spend lots of money on a new laptop that'll be here in just over a week oh you
1: even like bought it online so you have to wait for it to even be sent to you yeah
0: well I mean like I do have my desktop which is what I'm using right now it's kind of my main computer Uh, but you know it's nice to have the laptop to be able to bring with you to be able to you know like go downstairs and you know have a a movie playing on that if you're just kind of in an area that doesn't have a TV or something like that or Mm -hmm. you know bring it down to the kitchen to have it open to a a recipe or have something playing in the kitchen when you're trying to cook a meal as well you know it's just i need i i wanted a laptop as well um so yeah that was uh and then basically i'm not very fond of just going out and buying one from like a store because i like to be able to kind of customize it to myself okay you know what you know more what i would need and not Mm. what i wouldn't need okay and so yeah um i have a new laptop coming nice yeah
1: and hey $600 for that that's not bad honestly
0: yeah I mean I kind of went a little cheaper okay um, but I still got you know hopefully something that will last me a little bit and like I said I don't expect it to um, be like super powerful anything like that right um, just because like like I said I have my desktop for that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you know this is more just for Moving around and, and being able to get stuff done on there when I'm mobile.
1: I gotcha. Yeah.
0: Well, that's super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's cool that I'm getting a new laptop, but not cool that I had to get a new laptop.
1: right. Yeah, those circumstances—that's never cool, right. especially for yeah. an exploded battery. Like,
0: yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. So I may have uh, put out put out a few expletives. <laughs> Which, ironically, uh, the mo- first movie we're going to talk about here can do as well because it, it is rated R. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, all right.
0: I know, horrible segue, but... <laughs> so, uh, we've talked about this movie a lot, uh, but Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer has had its rating released, and it will be rated R. Ooh. Okay. And I just realized something. Mm-hmm. Did we ever see Robert Downey Jr. in the trailer? Uh,
1: I. If we did, it was for a split second that we couldn't really recognize him. But other than, I don't think so.
0: Oh, you know what? I think we might have. But he looks—he looks a lot different. Lot, lots of you know, lots of Hollywood makeup and stuff. Sure. Uh. So I don't know. We'll have to see. But yeah, uh, Oppenheimer is going to be rated R and it is going to be just shy of three hours. Oh, my God.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, I'm not surprised by that, honestly, um, since Nolan's movies have usually been pretty long.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So uh, let's see here. So it looks like this movie is said to feature sexuality and nudity. Uh, which is why it's got its r rating
1: so first for sexuality and nudity
0: yeah so sex scenes and nudity
1: oh i was hoping for like faces melting because of the radioactive components and (laughs) but you never know you never know Yeah, that could be
0: but it has it has been 21 years since his last r-rated movie
1: what was his last would have been memento
0: after memento wow Memento is 2000. This one came out in 2002. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Starring uh, Robin Williams and Al Pacino.
1: Oh, Insomnia. Mm Mm-hmm. That's
0: another good one. Yep. So, Following was 98, was rated R. Memento in 2000 was R. Insomnia in 2002 was R. And then we had Batman Begins, The Prestige, The Dark Knight, Inception, The Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, Dunkirk, and Tenet. All PG-13.
1: For some reason, I thought Dunkirk was rated R, but evidently it was PG-13. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So be on the lookout for that one. July 21st, opposite the highly pink Barbie movie. <laughs> the Barbie I'm movie, so... which caused an international pink paint so- shortage. <laughs>
1: I love that. That's so good.
0: <laughs> oh, it was great. great. Uh, but it should be fun. I think both these movies are going to be great. I think so, too. But the next so, movie that we're going to talk about... So, just
1: quickly, before it was just going to be called Oppenheim, but now because it's rated R, it's now it's Oppenheimer. Sorry that that was cheesy. That's...
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was bad. Okay. <laughs> That was that was some uh, that was some bad news right there. It sure was. Which is what I kind of feel like for this next one. Mhm. Oh. Okay. Apparently, uh, the Dwayne Johnson is going to be returning as Hobbs in a new standalone film. Okay. So it's it's going to be I don't know if it's going to be an actual like sequel to Hobbs and Shaw, where it's just Hobbs now, but. <sighs>
1: from what i heard is that it is going to be uh it's going to be a movie released in between fast 10 and then fast 11 to get people ready for fast 11
0: okay okay i don't i i, I just don't know man i don't know because like yeah i liked him in the in the fast and furious movies that i saw him in mm-hmm. but then i saw hobbs and Shaw, and it was just kind of yeah. i mean there's a lot of action and stuff but it's just kind of Forgettable.
1: Okay, sure. I, I, I liked, I, I liked Hobbs in the Fast franchise, but I will agree with it being a little too much with just having a Hobbs and Shaw movie to where it's just they're just trying to make the money off of the names and it being the Fast and Furious franchise.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: <sighs> but. I don't know. I mean, it could either be good, it could either be really bad. I guess we really won't know until we see a trailer and or see the movie, so Right,
0: right. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to see how it goes.
1: We're not starring in it, we don't have to worry about it, so it's okay.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Speaking of Hobbs and Shaw mm-hmm. and the villain in that movie. Oh yeah, that's Oh yeah. Okay. See, forgettable,
1: right? <laughs> Forgot about that Black Superman, yep.
0: <laughs> uh Idris Elba, who played the villain in Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. is apparently making a cameo in Extraction 2. Okay. All right. So I don't know if you uh, ended up watching the uh trailer that was kind of attached to this article. Mm-hmm. But we got we got a little bit more and basically uh, Idris Elba is rejoining Chris Hemsworth, you know, his, his, uh, Thor co-star. Yep, sure. Mm-hmm. 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 As a, uh, mysterious figure who kicks off the film's plot by offering Hemsworth's Tyler Rake an irresistible and perhaps impossible mission. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, it might be, just, it sounds like it's just a cameo, but he's the one who actually gives him the mission. Okay.
1: I really like that first extraction movie that who, okay, this is going to be good. Even though Idris will just be in there for like two seconds. That's okay with me. <laughs> <laughs> yep,
0: yeah, It'll, it'll be nice to see uh Thor and Heimdall back together again.
1: Exactly.
0: Just in a little bit, uh, different power dynamic.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, we'll have to see that when Extraction is released. Extraction 2 is released.
1: Well, hopefully it's not just a bunch of Hocus Pocus.
0: Uh, ah. Ah. Uh, Travis. Yes, sir. The only ones who get these segues are the ones we put a spell on. <laughs> uh, so, Hocus Pocus. And I guess I should say Hocus Pocus 3 is uh officially in development according to disney i don't know why i said it that way uh (laughs) and i don't actually is it disney yep so uh sean bailey the president of walt disney studios motion picture production uh has said that hocus pocus 3 is in production right now or it's like getting into production
1: of course they are
0: all right because apparently hocus pocus 2 did uh pretty well
1: it did pretty well but i mean a lot of people didn't like it but i know a lot of people who did though so i don't i i don't know i know i wasn't one of the people that liked it
0: (laughs) yep i never watched it so
1: yeah you could probably miss it but i mean if you want to check it out i mean it's
0: there very nice
1: <laughs> that sounded so bad, but yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like, like they're, or they could still, I guess, you know, just randomly take it off the streaming platform, because that's what Disney do, for a tax sure, break.
1: I'm sure they will at some point. <sighs> oh well. it's it's terrifying to think about it.
0: Exactly, about three times terrifying. <laughs> so that's another so Halloween good. movie. So uh, good terrifier is mm-hmm. also getting a third movie in the franchise terrifier 3 and this one has a little bit bigger of a budget and it will be released in late 2024 or yeah Late
1: twenty i'm not surprised by that considering i know terrifier 2 did very well at the box office
0: uh, for the budget that it had yes
1: yeah exactly um so, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to check these out because I haven't seen a single one.
0: So I know the, the first one was like super, super low budget. The second one it had was. a $250,000 budget, uh, and it made $15 million at the global box office. Mm-hmm. So good, pretty good return on investment. You know? Oh, definitely. And, you know, in the U.S. specifically, it made more than $10 million. Wow. And and, it,
1: uh, and then it got it got the the reputation of being like the world's grossest horror movie. Like people were getting sick watching it and
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. It was noted for its gore and leaning into old school practical effects.
1: See, that's what I love. I, I, I love practical effects. <sighs> okay.
0: Alright. So this time it's sounding like the budget uh uh, well, they, they said it's going to be much bigger, mm-hmm. but it's, it, as of right now, it's understood to be getting a budget in the low to mid seven-figure range. Oh my. Yeah. So. They're
1: really going for it.
0: Yeah. Basically, a couple million dollars in the budget for this now.
1: They should just call it Terrifier Goes Hollywood.
0: <laughs> right? Right? No, that's when all the CG comes in.
1: <laughs> and then and then Art the clown jumps the shark.
0: Yep. I yep. like it. Okay. He <laughs> just goes, you know, and jumps the shark going, "Eee!" Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see how that goes. Uh, you have fun watching that, Travis? I sure will. And have fun watching the original 2 at some point in time. I, I sure won- will. <laughs> I wonder. Let's see if we can figure I- out I know
1: the first one's being re-released this July into theaters, so I'll catch the first one and then I'll probably have to find it on either streaming or go rent it on Redbox or something.
0: So yeah, Terrifier 3, look for that uh, next year, some point in time. Sounds good to me. Going in a completely opposite direction, (laughs) we're just sailing in a completely opposite direction here, Uh, The Boys in the Boat, which is George Clooney's next film, has a release date uh on december
1: 25th is it just because he's starring in it or is he directing
0: uh i believe that he is oh, he did direct it okay directing it um he is directing this probably producing it as well yep and then i don't see any acting credits for him for this movie okay uh but hopefully it does better than uh the monuments men and uh yeah. Super okay and uh the midnight sky Mm Mm-hmm. and uh the tender bar right oh that's right he did do that one didn't he i totally forgot that he did the the tender bar with ben affleck and ty sheridan ah yes and christopher lloyd (laughs) lloyd no l-l-o-y-d lloyd i named you lloyd so uh let's see here It is based on the Daniel James Brown number 1 New York Times nonfiction bestseller about the 1936 University of Washington rowing team who competed Mm -hmm. for gold in the Summer Olympics in Berlin. Hmm. So it's an underdog story at the height of the Great Depression as they are thrust into the spotlight to take on elite rivals from around the world. Okay. Well, it's going
1: to have Joel Edgerton.
0: That's about the only name that I really, really recognize in that one. Okay well, I am color me intrigued. Should be, should be interesting. Uh, but that actually is the end of our movie news. There's not a lot of movie news this week.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a light week and we'll take it honestly.
0: Right. <laughs> but that does bring us to our trailers, which, uh, before we go there, you should probably visit us at Facebook or facebook.com slash movies. I think we are also on Twitter and Instagram at movies. I think no spaces, dash or slashes, anything like that. at movies are a thing. <gasps> come on by and say hi
1: and we are gonna try and do better at posting things i mean we keep saying that but we do keep trying to say that but uh we are definitely gonna try yes (laughs) yes we are
0: (laughs) stay tuned people uh we'll see how it goes the first trailer that we have is the new trailer for teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem i mean like Every trailer I see just makes me want to see this movie more, quite honestly. Mm -hmm.
1: I honestly forgot that Jackie Chan was playing Splinter. (laughs) And it made me happy.
0: (laughs) You ratted us out.
1: Hey, do not use that that phrase. Yep. In 2023,
0: really? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) So good. Uh, It's ridiculous, but it just looks like a fun time and I then, thought uh,
1: that the I thought that the animation was going to bug me, but honestly it's really cool. Like it's it's going to actually add to it, I think.
0: It felt a lot more fluid this time. Mhm. It did. You know, the, it didn't feel as choppy. Like the first mm-hmm. the first one felt very choppy. Mhm. Like I'm trying to think here. It it felt like into the Spider-Verse when he has his action scenes before he kind of gets his groove sure so basically they were animating on twos Mm-hmm. so every they're basically animating 12 frames a second rather than 24 frames a second okay um and so with like a lot of action if you're animating on twos it feels really choppy Mm-hmm. but then when he started to get his groove that's when they started animating on ones which is when they were animating 24 frames a second and so he it was a lot smoother it was a lot you know kind of more cohesive you could see more stuff you could see stuff easier. Mm-hmm. Uh it was a lot sharper basically. Mm-hmm. And it feels like between the last trailer and this one was going between animating on twos and animating on ones. I could even though, I could see your
1: point on that definitely.
0: Yeah, even though it, it's you know a lot of the same stuff. Mhm. Although we did see the big bad. We sure did. Superfly. Yes. <laughs> I voiced by Ice Cube. <laughs> it's still like I'm still trying to wrap my head around the teenage mutant Ninja turtles sounding like teenagers. mm-hmm, like it makes sense, but I'm not used to it. shoot, they don't even sound like teenagers. they
1: sound like kids. I mean, they kinda sound like teenagers. I mean okay, they, like they sound all like of them, they sound like the kids
0: at the theater.
1: I will agree with that. Who and are teenagers I s- they okay. I would say out of everybody, all okay. Everybody sounds like teenagers except for Donatello. He sounds the he sounds the youngest.
0: I mean, it just sounds like he hasn't hit puberty yet. You know, uh, he, for some kids sound- that takes a little longer, man. All right, he
1: sounded he sounded about six, man. I don't know.
0: Uh, but yeah, no this this one looks just great. But yeah, Ice Cube, yeah. like you said. Playing Superfly. Yeah.
1: Mm hmm. It it's going to be a good time. I'm super excited to see what they do with this and where it's going to all go because, I mean, I've always been a big fan of the turtles. Mm. And being an, an adult, it doesn't change that. And it never will.
0: <laughs> so basically, like, uh, At the beginning of the trailer where it always has the, you know, perpetual teenager Seth Rogan or Mm -hmm. whatever.
1: Yep. I will always be a perpetual teenager.
0: (laughs) Oh man. I am, I am, I'm ready for this.
1: As am I.
0: I mean like, okay, I'm sorry. I keep, I keep going back to just not having the words to express or like having different verbiage on how excited I am for this movie. Mm-hmm. And how much this, these trailers make me want to go watch the movies? Mm-hmm. It's great, it's great. I love it. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, going from uh, one one group of uh, isolated beings to another group of isolated beings. Biosphere is our next trailer, where uh, it looks like two best friends are the two last men, or the last two men on Earth. And basically their survival is largely due to Ray, a brilliant scientist who designed a domed structure with all the systems necessary to sustain life on a planet that could no longer support it. And basically they uh, try to live in this biosphere.
1: Where was Polly Shore? (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: Uh, Shout out to the people that understand my biodome reference. I was going to say...
0: This is, this is a sphere. It's not a dome. <laughs> spherical. <laughs> Ten points to those that uh, get that reference. It's spherical. Spherical. Uh, uh, this one is coming in from... Oh, I just had it. Hold on. Ugh, IFC Films. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it coming in from... You know what I just realized? What's that? The director of Biodome. Yeah. Uh, was a producer on the Hitman's Bodyguard. Really? Mm hmm. Interesting. Mm hmm. It all comes full circle. Even though we haven't talked about Hitman's Bodyguard for months now. Right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, bio, I mean, this one looks, I mean, it's literally just these two guys as the entirety of the cast, mm-hmm. basically. And it's, so it's Mark Duplass and Starling K. Brown. Mm -hmm. yeah those two are literally listed as the only uh, actors in this movie
1: and like Flint that's my favorite movie baby
0: (laughs) we'll have to see how it uh, how it goes
1: so okay quick question so did the end of the world already happen or is it coming in this movie it looks like it already happened okay so and that's why they're living in the sphere yes Okay, so they're just trying to survive and last it out.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay. And it looks like their fish are dying at an alarming rate. Mm-hmm. Which is how they know that uh, the sphere is not doing too well.
1: Well yeah, it didn't look like they didn't have it looked like they didn't have too many plants in there.
0: <laughs> well there's that, yeah.
1: And uh yeah, I who who knows what's all going on in there, but uh
0: do I wanna see this? i don't know yet i don't know how i feel about this well there are people that are saying that they saw it at the toronto international film festival when it was released there uh, yeah before i'm guessing it was bought by ifc like the distribution rights were bought by is ifc mm-hmm. and they said that it, the trailer doesn't even do it justice which is i mean usual but
1: really okay so it's something to see okay
0: we'll have to see how it goes well all right
1: i guess i'm might be along for the ride should be fun yeah uh
0: i've got i've got nothing <laughs> <laughs> my mind is blank i can't even type any words on the page
1: rad rob
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean you know all work and no play makes uh, john a dull boy <laughs> uh but yeah so our next one that we have is actually a documentary called king on screen And it's about Stephen King and basically bringing his movies to life by the people who brought them to life. You know, like uh, Frank Darabont, Mike Mike Flanagan, Mm -hmm. Tom Holland, uh, Mark Lester, Tim Curry. Uh, They're going to be interviewing all of them.
1: So I, I, I find this interesting because I know Stephen King didn't like a lot of his movies that were like a lot of his books that were made into movies. He didn't like a lot of them.
0: Right, right.
1: Like, like, for sure, The Shining, he didn't like that version. mm mm-hmm. um, I don't know about, uh, you know, like... Uh, why, why am I blanking right now? Um,
0: the Langoliers? No. No,
1: uh, not the Langoliers. <laughs> uh, the one with Gage. Um, uh, gosh... Pet Cemetery. thank you. Oh, I, there it is. Okay. I don't know why I said thank you. I'm thanking myself. Um, hey, an, seme- on,
0: every once in a while, you yeah. deserve it, man.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it, uh... They had uh, Cujo in there. They
0: had,
1: mm-hmm. um... Carrie. Carrie. They had, uh... Dolores Claiborne. They had... Firestarter? Firestarter. They had, um... Shawshank. Yep. They had Green Mile.
0: Yep, yep.
1: They had the So yeah, Mist. I mean, basically,
0: not not just talking about like his horror movies, but talking
1: about all of his movies. Yep, everything yeah. fr- everything from his horror to his, you know, more dramatic uh, books. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Books, movies. So a deep dive into his. Movie, movie career, I guess you could say, but he really didn't have a hand in it. He just wrote the books.
0: <laughs> I mean, sometimes I think he had a he had a hand on the screenplay too.
1: Uh, I'm sure he did.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I mean, they they interviewed a lot of people. I don't even know if they interviewed Stephen King, but they interviewed a lot of people that brought his stories to life. Whether he liked yep. him or not is a different mm-hmm. story. And just kind of what's so fascinating about making about him or about what's so fascinating about filmmakers not being able to stop adapting his works, you know, whether it's, you know, new works or, you know, some new short stories or readapting ones that have already been adapted. I mean, that's it, happened a couple of times.
1: Exactly. It's like his, his stuff stands the test of time. I mean, people have seen the movies, they've read the books, mm-hmm. they've mm-hmm. been a fan of his for years. I mean, he's just, he's, loved world round
0: absolutely even
1: if you haven't read a book of his you know who stephen king is
0: oh yeah oh yeah uh let's see here oh that's right that's right uh i forgot the tv series uh that is based off of one of his things uh haven which oh, is based yeah. off the colorado kid
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know the one that the one that has the edge in it the edge oh yeah or just sorry just edge my yep. bad. Uh who doesn't go by Edge Adam goes by Adam Copeland. Yep. Anymore, I should say.
1: I, I was I was trying to think if you're talking the like the wrestler or if you're talking the edge from u two. Oh no, no, no. Okay. The wrestler. <laughs> the wrestler. Which I
0: feel like he doesn't get near enough work. He
1: doesn't. Uh I know the last thing he uh he yeah, I think the last thing he was in was Haven. And I think he was in some Viking show just recently.
0: You know what the name of that show was?
1: It was a Vikings. It was. (laughs) (laughs) How original.
0: Right. Uh, I mean, he was in Money Plane. Oh, sure. Okay. And then he was, he actually was in, uh, what was it? Yeah. Vikings. He's going to be in Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Ooh. Okay. You know which God he's going to be playing? Adam Copeland is going to be Ares. He's going to be the God of War. Okay. Right. He is. All right. I can see it. I could see that. I could. I, I. I. think he's going to be great for it, honestly.
1: Especially now when he has the beard going on. I mm-hmm. can definitely see that. Okay, mm-hmm. cool.
0: It'll be great. Uh, But yeah, so King on Screen, a documentary that's coming out, Uh, documentary about Stephen King. I think it looks pretty good it'll be interesting to see where it goes i am a sucker for uh documentaries and
1: especially when it's about something with horror i mean that should be even better that's right up my alley
0: Mm -hmm. exactly exactly but i think uh this next trailer for you uh caused a lot of misery it did it really (laughs) did uh it's almost like uh kathy bates was there with you
1: just (laughs) smashing your ankles She was, she was there with her sledgehammer and she smashed my ankle, my ankles into bits. Uh, The next hero that
0: we have is for the Netflix movie, The Outlaws, where uh, Adam Devine is the main character and basically he's about to marry his fiance and he finally gets to meet her parents, uh, who are bank robbers and he's a bank manager. And so after he meets the parents, he gets robbed and they know everything about his bank because he told them. (laughs) And then uh, it sounds like his fiance gets kidnapped by people who his future in-laws stole from. And so he has to help them steal money to get her back. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The in-laws are played by Ellen Barkin and Pierce Brosnan. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, Andy, he has a shameless fifth James Bond.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plug. yeah, there there's there's one part of the trailer where he's like I, f- I feel, you know, pretty pretty cool you know, how do I look? Like, "Yeah, you look pretty suave." you like, "You got you got a James Bond vibe going on." And then uh Pierce Brosnan's like, "Oh yeah, which which James Bond?" And Ellen Barkin's like, "The fifth one." Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a, that's a pretty yeah. good one. Jesus. <laughs> uh, that was an impeccable Pierce Brosnan uh
1: <laughs> It was like I was watching Mrs. Doubtfire. Huh? It was like I was watching Mrs. Doubtfire again.
0: Allergic to pepper stew? Yep. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. <Delphire. laughs> I thought this one looked pretty good. Travis, you on the other hand. Okay.
1: So this is coming from the man that likes everything. Okay. So I just, in my opinion, I don't think Adam divine is leading man material. I like, unless he whole, pulls a Jim Carrey,
0: but in this movie I'm, he will not.
1: He will not. Um, he, he, He's just so over the top and just so annoying sometimes <laughs> that just him being on screen the whole time, I feel like that's gonna be too much. Adam Devine, like, like in Jexy, he like that was a problem I had with that movie was that he was the main character and he's just the he. It, his presence is just so much that it takes away from the movie.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. Uh, so, so what you're saying is, uh, you d- you don't want this. All- oh my god, I almost died! No. I almost died! That was so scary! Thank you. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love that part in that workaholics oh okay uh see like those three together they're hilarious
0: so like uh, as, a, as an ensemble great as like a leading man not so much
1: ex- exactly if he is able to work with other people like uh, like like in workaholics then yeah for sure awesome amazing but when he's just the one leading man, this obviously he has Pierce Brosnan to go off of, and mm-hmm. there and Ellen Barkin, kid.
0: who, if you don't know the name, Ocean's Thirteen, there you go. We had and to look at it, up. Re-
1: and we really had to work on that one <laughs> to get that. <laughs> but yeah, that's just, I, yeah, that's just my opinion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, but that does bring us to our last trailer of the night. And it is another sequel that's coming out that I had no idea was even in the works. And that is the sequ- or the trailer for Bird Box Barcelona, which is a sequel to Bird Box. And basically, I think is a new group of people uh, in a different part of the world going through the same stuff. I don't know. I never watched the original Bird Box. So, so uh, funny story.
1: I haven't seen the first Bird Box. Yeah, same. So, um, I'm wondering if this is sort of like the route of how they went with, uh, a quiet place where they're kind of showing the origins of how everything started.
0: Possibly. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, it sounded like they were just discovering this stuff happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah and then and then everything just kind of goes crazy from there
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: but i've heard this i've heard mixed reviews about the first one right like either you love it or you hate it
0: right and the first one was the one with sandra bullock where basically you can't look at whatever this is Mm -hmm. uh or it like drives you crazy or does something to you starts you know controlling you to basically do everything in your power to make yourself no longer alive exactly right so we'll have to see how it all goes
1: yeah like it's an interesting idea i guess i just have to uh check out the first one bef- before i see this one because i'm intrigued i think it, it looks good
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so i mean it from what i'm seeing it is basically kind of what we were thinking where it is the same the same universe but covering a different part of the world where it's happening okay yep and just kind of the different stuff that happens from that
1: gotcha okay so just kind of like a different perspective on things
0: right exactly exactly
1: but within the same universe obviously
0: correct okay uh but that uh that does it for our trailers here travis did you have anything else you wanted to say about any of our trailers uh i've got nothing All right. Well, then we go ahead and move on to the movies that are premiering this week. There's two of them. (laughs) (laughs) The first one that we have is transformers rise of the beasts this one is rated pg-13 and will be in theaters returning to the action and spectacle that have captured moviegoers around the world transformers rise of the beasts will take audiences on a 90s globe-trotting adventure with the autobots and introduce a null whole new faction of transformer the maximals to the existing battle on earth between autobots and decepticons imdb rotten tomatoes metacritic did not have a score for this one
1: you ready I am so ready for this.
0: <laughs> Are you sure?
1: I am so ready. <sighs> oh yes i I've always been a big fan of the Transformers franchise. I know they keep getting more, more and more ridiculous, and I don't care. I still have fun watching them.
0: <laughs> oh man! Oh, where did it go?
1: I do find it funny though how the movies seemingly have gone. F- less and less realistic yeah like how they've gone more so like less on earth and more like like you can see them fighting on like different planets and things like that i kind of like that look but yeah it's uh where they uh like that whole scene in the trailers where they you can see everybody fighting one another Mm-hmm. and it's got that like CGI feel but like it doesn't look like the other transform like the first 3 or 4 of them mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. where they kind of had that more realistic but like still fighting within the real world.
0: I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um I mean like with that I think that's more kind of camera movement cuz in the first yeah. one it was a lot more handheld, it was a lot more kind of street level. It mm-hmm. was very much you know what we would see if we were standing in that spot or like in that vehicle Right. whereas the the shot that you're talking about is like this huge you know sweeping shot going in and out of all this stuff that i mean we're getting more of with like drones and Mm -hmm. camera work with that but it's still one of those things where it's like in it's not a human perspective camera okay i forget what they call it but it's actually like an actual term that, you know, whether it is something that, you know, we can kind of relate to or if it's something that, you know, we're kind of just observers.
1: Sure. Okay. You ready so for this Like one? the, like, eagle
0: eye view? Yeah. Yeah. You okay. ready for this?
1: Yep. Autobots, roll out. roll out.
0: I was trying to get that going. Uh-
1: <laughs> I am Optimus Prime, the leader of the Autobots.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder if. No. No, Sam. Well, where did that one? Okay, is that? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Autobots, roll out. There we go.
1: There we go. That's that's the one.
0: That's the one, dude. What I I saw that in theaters. Mm-hmm. The Transformers movie from 2007. Yep. Chills.
1: So good. Oh. Uh, Chills. That first movie was amazing.
0: Yes first movie was amazing second movie eh, third movie eh. and then after that it just kind of bleh. <laughs> like completely threw me off of it like i didn't even want to go see bumblebee and mm. everybody's like oh it's amazing it's amazing it's amazing i still have yet to see it bumblebee was honestly pretty good it so? was yeah
1: it's better than the last night and i don't <laughs> think you saw the last night so nope.
0: like i said i kind of i kind of stopped after um uh what was it it was Marky Mark and the Romeo and Juliet Law.
1: <laughs> okay, I got you. It was
0: no longer the Funky Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I kind of lost my lost my Transformers uh, gusto after that.
1: But well, we can always finally remember that first one.
0: Yep, exactly. That one will always be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like Flaming Hot Cheetos. Ah. Speaking of, our next movie that we have that is coming out this week is Flamin' Hot, which is rated PG-13 and will be on Disney Plus and Hulu, apparently. Flamin' Hot is the inspiring true story of Richard Montañez, who, as a Frito-Lay janitor, disrupted the food industry by channeling his Mexican-American heritage to turn Flamin' Hot Cheetos from a snack into an iconic global pop culture phenomenon. IMDb has this one at a 5.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic is sitting at a... Er, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 69%. Metacritic is sitting at a 68. <laughs> uh,
1: this movie does not... Lo- it, it should not look as good as it does.
0: Right. I mean, this looks... It just looks like a fun movie to watch. It really does. And it burns so good. <laughs> and, I mean... Uh, kind of like we were talking about, just some of the people that show up did not expect... Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Tony Shaloub showing up. <laughs> Dennis Haysbert. Mm-hmm. Just random people showing up. And Tony
1: Shalhoub's hair. I mean, come mm-hmm. on now. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Wait, oh, Monk, he... I tell ya.
0: I guess he's not in as many things as I thought he was.
1: Hmm, okay.
0: Uh, Dennis Haysbert. Gotcha, okay. So he was, uh, let's see here. He was Dean in Dear White People. <laughs> He was the judge, or the voice of the judge, in Mister Peabody and and Sherman. Okay. He was General Hologram in Wreck-It Ralph. Nice. Okay. He was Master Ox in Kung Fu Panda Two. Okay. And then he was like he was Kale in Sinbad: Legend of the Seven Seas, Major Lincoln in Jarhead. Okay. The the thirteenth floor. Does that sound familiar?
1: Thirteenth floor
0: doesn't sound familiar man awakens to discover a bloody shirt in his house and his boss murdered the night before did he do it why can't he remember the 13th floor is a sci-fi thriller that explores the ominous possibility of computer simulation universes where people only believe they are real
1: Ah, uh, no that doesn't ring a bell
0: oh all right heat do- donald breeden major league two and... pedro serrano ah uh, yes yeah pedro serrano and major league as well
1: I yeah i love it okay Ooh, there
0: we go so uh, yeah, he's in it. Tony Shalhoub. Matt Walsh. Why does he look familiar? Why does he look familiar? Okay, he was in TED as well. Okay. Huh. And Dr. Walsh in The Hangover. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I... I guess he just has that kind of face. Huh. Uh, okay. So, Flamin' Hot. It's not getting that good of reviews. Like, it's kind of all over... Like, I guess I should say Metacritic... You know, it has, you know, six positive, four mixed, no negative, mm-hmm. but it's only 10 reviews as well. You know, the the lowest score being 50 and the highest score being 90. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's got a range, uh, but it's on Disney Plus and Hulu. I feel like it's going to be one of those that's just going to be a, a fun movie to, you know, if it's super hot out, stay inside, watch a movie.
1: Maybe go to the gas station or your favorite grocery store and go pick up a bag of, flaming hot cheetos and uh there you go, go. watch and go watch flaming hot
0: there you go there you go uh but that is our last movie travis did you have anything else you want to say about either of our movies for this week
1: i've got nothing sir
0: already well then make sure you visit us at facebook we're facebook.com slash movies i think we also on twitter and instagram at movies i think no spaces dash, slash anything like that movies are think. we also have a patreon patreon slash movies i think if you want to support the podcast we do have that over there travis yes I do believe it is about that time. Here it comes. Go with the outro! Thank you for listening to Movies Are A Thing. Be sure to tune in next week
1: for more movies and tangents with us.
0: Okay, so I was at work, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, one second, I just got to double check one thing. There, move that up. And the person, or you know, I was just sitting at work, and all of a sudden, I just hear this. <laughs> okay. I'm like, D- who, is, "Who is listening to the Jackass theme song?" <laughs> and then it, like kept on going, because it was like the actual song. Okay, sure. And so like yeah, I was just I was I was really, really, really confused. Just like who is listening to the jackass theme song? I would be too. And then it kept going and I was like, Oh, it's the actual song. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha gotcha. What the what the what the what? Yep. So, so, <laughs> I was really, really confused.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Oh, I mm-hmm. love it.
0: And then I was like, man, I gotta tell Travis about this. He'll get a <laughs> kick out of it. <laughs>
1: I would have been like, what? Jack music
0: me. He's like, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> right, right? <laughs> I mean, especially if I go right into it. Once I get my new laptop, I'm, I'm probably going to go through and see if I can uh, do some surgery on my old one. There you go. But uh, it, should be, it should be interesting because I know a lot of people have issues taking it apart and they'll, like, crack the glass just mm-hmm. because of the way that the computer is. It, it's basically... It's basically a tablet, but more powerful. But it's right. in like the form of a tablet, so everything is jammed together behind the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should be interesting.
1: Good times. All right.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I was... I was uh, let's see here. Imdaba to the rescue. George Clooney. Uh want to see director. Why is the book. Okay. So yeah. Definitely need it. Uh, although we have been talking for a little while here. I mean it'll be cut down a lot in the in the edit, but <laughs> we've been talking for a little while.
1: And we also talked a lot beforehand too, so <laughs> a little bit,
0: yeah. 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 So uh You might have seen a housefly, maybe even a superfly, but I bet yep. you ain't never seen a donkey fly. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah 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 uh, you know for 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 some kids you know they they get mistaken for their mom when they answer the phone until they're like you know fifteen sixteen ha <laughs>
1: But right, I wouldn't right. have I wouldn't
0: have any personal experience on that subject. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Oh, man.
0: Some 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 kids just hit uh hit that uh hit that mark a little bit later in in, you know, the teenage years than than other kids. That's true. So <laughs> Leo ratted us out hey don't use that word that way <laughs> come, on, come on man it's 2023 man <laughs> sorry dad uh uh I misspelled that fear fear gage here's Johnny <laughs> Good stuff. Nice. Gotcha.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of something funny to do, but I I couldn't think of one, so I was like, "Eh, "I'll just do normal."
0: Okay, okay. I was almost expecting a. Here here, here it comes.
1: (laughs) I didn't think of that. That's a good one. Ha 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 It comes.
0: Uh, he needs the milk here's the outro <laughs> <laughs>
1: Milk was a bad choice <laughs> I'm in a glass case of emotion
0: That bad kick Baxter <laughs> Oh man Alright man I think I've talked to you You're off enough here. Alright,
1: all right. sounds good man.
0: <laughs> you uh you have yourself a, a good night. Yeah, you too. Alright, uh, goodbye, goodbye. Yeah. goodbye. 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 goodbye.